fans. Welcome to the Forge Audio Network. I'm Anthony Riccioli. I'm your host. Forge FC with a 2-0 win in preliminary round action of the Canadian Championship against Mont-Royal Outremont at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. It was a match that was talked about all week as being tricky. That was kind of the key word that was being thrown around. A club who, by the way, it's kind of amazing when you think about it. Let's talk about Outremont for a second. Here's a club who plays uh, in, in the PLSQ, which is the semi-pro league in Quebec. Their season hasn't even started yet. They haven't played a match this year, a competitive match. This was their first of the year, and it was against a club at a higher level, on the road, um, a club in Forge who has some matches under their belt. It was a tall order for Outremont, and they were very respectable. I mean... Th- there were moments there when you thought, mm, Forge better kind of tighten things up here because uh, Outremont's putting themselves in a position now where, where they could find themselves scoring a goal and extending this match. But Forge played well. Outremont played well. Ultimately, it was the team with just you know the higher-end skill that came out on top. Um, shots, we'll go through the recap here. Shot attempts, 11 for Forge. Six of them hit the target. Um, four attempts for Outremont, two of them hit the target possession, 66%. That's in favor of Forge, uh, the passing, you know, again, this is kind of where the rust from a club that hasn't played much this year and maybe a, a lack of skill in comparison to Forge, you know, pass accuracy was at 62% for Outremont. So they had trouble maintaining possession and moving the ball. Uh, Forge was up around 83%. And it was a physical match. I mean, that's something Forge talked about all week as well, that they were going to come in and play physical. They're going to play hard. Tackles were hard. Fouls, what total was 35 fouls. Um, and they were about even. Yellow cards, six in total. Four of them went to Forge. So um, the intensity was there. And that was one of the keys to the match was intensity. And it did show up for Forge. And it had to because they had to match uh, the other club. Up the tempo was one of the keys for Forge. Did they up the tempo? I think they tried. They got in behind the Outremont defenders quite a bit. Something was just a little off. The timing, um, those through balls just weren't really connecting. Outremont is a very aggressive goalkeeper who's a very experienced. Uh, I think he's up around 37. Um, so he's, he's been in the... And he has some uh, international caps for Haiti behind him. So... Um, they were playing an experienced goaltender who, and this was clearly a goalkeeper, and this was clearly a club that did their homework. They knew what Forge was going to come in and try to do. And um, we're going to hear from some of the members of Outremont. We're going to hear from uh, coach Luke Brutus, and we're going to hear from defender Tarek Agde as well. Just hear from them and get their experience of playing against the CPL club uh, in Hamilton. And, of course, we'll hear from uh, Forge FC head coach and technical director Bobby Smirniotis. And we'll also hear from Wuben Passius, the, one of the goal scorers for Forge in this match. And it's also his birthday. I came in as a sub and found the back of the net. And uh, what a great way to, to spend your birthday. You get a goal, you get a win, and you get to slam the hammer down as the man of the match afterwards. Anyone who's been to a, a Forge home game can get that experience. So, um yeah, all in all, Forge FC moves on to the quarterfinal of the Canadian Championship. They are going to play CF Montreal for Major League Soccer. Last year, these two clubs met. And, um, I mean, Forge was just this close. They ended up losing in penalty kicks. But 
that the memories of that match are still pretty fresh with a lot of Forge players. And a lot of members of the Forge Club um, have, they came up through the CF Montreal system in Quebec. So they're very familiar with the club. They're familiar with soccer in the region. Uh, few are familiar with Outremont. Um, and so uh, it's there's, there's a lot of meaning behind this match against CF Montreal, which is going to go down uh, in a couple of weeks. We're still waiting on official times now, but you can always check Forge FC website for the latest information. And we are joined by Benedict Rhodes of CanPL.ca. Benedict, thanks a lot for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, uh, you know, these these matchups are tricky sometimes, and, and Forge has talked about it all week. When you're you're playing a club that there, there's just a lot of unknowns going into the match. I mean, you can study tape, but, you know, in this case, Utremont has, hasn't even started their season yet, so there's not a lot to go off of. And so, I mean, that can be a challenge, right? A, a team that's hungry and trying to prove something. Yeah, absolutely. You said they haven't played at all this season yet, so, you know, uh, I think their coach did it best after the game. You know, they... Maybe you don't have some links ready yet. Some of the players maybe aren't from, as familiar with each other as, as Forges players have been for the past several years, of course, especially so far this season. And uh, anything that did show us at some point during this game, you know, Forges familiarity. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a factor in this game. Yeah, and I, I just, it is nice. You know, you look at the respect between the clubs after the match and, you know, you have Forge that they're playing, um, you know, Quebec semi-pro team. Next, they're going to be playing an MLS team in CF Montreal. It just, it all seems very good for Canadian soccer. And I, I, I feel like the players can feel it in just the mutual respect among everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we've seen over the past few years with this competition and other comp- competitions around the world, of course, that, you know, just because someone's an underdog, that doesn't matter, right? Like, it depends on who, who shows up on the day. We've seen that in this competition with, you know, CPL teams beating the Whitecaps or, you know, Forge bringing Montreal close last year, for example. And, uh, yeah, again, it just, just matters who shows up on the day itself. And and uh, there were some moments when, when Utremont, you know, did, did show some signs of promise, but, you know, Forge got the business done as they were expected to do. I mean, what's it like being on the other side, on the Utremont side? You know you're the underdogs. You know you have to play a very disciplined style of match. And then that, that first goal goes in. I mean, do you stick with your game plan or, or now do you have to start opening things up? Yeah, I think he, if, he, if you want to win the game, obviously you have to open up a little bit. But, uh, you know, I think for the most part, they did kind of stick to their game plan. And and uh, I think it's important, you know, to know there, there wasn't really any pressure on Utremont in this game, right? Like it was, it was Forge's game to lose to some extent. And uh, I, I do think they, they looked confident at the start of the game, Utremont. They came out, they had a couple of good moments. And then uh, as it opened up, Forge had more chances and it maybe... Uh, a little bit more in their favor, but for the most part, I do think it was a, a pretty good performance from them. But uh, again, Forge did what they had to do and and, and came away victorious. Yeah, and uh, Forge, you know, they're going to be the underdogs in their, uh, I guess, just the quarterfinals now of the Canadian Championship against Montreal. So they're going to kind of be in that position. The difference being, of course, is that Montreal is not going to be caught off guard because they know what happened last year. How much does that previous matchup play into to this next one coming up? I think it plays it definitely plays a factor. I don't know if it's, it's not going to be the the priority for each team, of course, but you know it does go to show that you know Forge can go head to head with these teams. Forge also played you know pretty well down at the Azteca against the against a very good team from the Mexican league. So um, it, it definitely will be sort of a warning. Like I think last year's last year's game to show that you know if a couple of chances had gone Forge's way, maybe it would have been a very different result, and and uh, that'll definitely be in the back of the Montreal mind, especially. 
can Forge play, you know, they like to play that, uh, you know, especially in that final third, they like to get creative. They like to attack and, and bring, bring bodies. Can they play that way as an underdog against Montreal? Well, I think the, the thing with Forge is they're not going to see themselves as an underdog, even if they, if, if they might be, I think Bobby Smirniotis is, is a, is a coach and, and Forge are some players who you know, don't fear anybody. And I think they're going to come out with, they're going to focus on playing their own way and, and not focus on, you know, reacting to what Montreal is doing. And I think that that'll be to their benefit. And I think they definitely can play the style they want to play and get forward and, and create chances and, and, and do what they always do, I guess. Yeah. We're, I guess we're a little over a month, maybe a month and a half into the, uh, the CPL season. And, you know, it's been a very, the, the season, it's been tough to really get a read on, on the clubs. I mean, there's been a lot of parody to start the season. It seems like anyone can beat anybody right now. Is that kind of just par for the course and, and how things, you know, early in the year, teams are still kind of trying to figure things out. Do you, Is there a point when we will probably start seeing some separation? I think so. I think um, looking at Forge specifically, like the last couple of years, they've been in the same sort of situation. Maybe they didn't come out uh, looking like the champions, but then they, you know, recovered well and, and ended up sort of peaking towards the end of the season, which is when it matters, of course. So um, I think, you know, as we start to see more games being played and, and more teams, uh, you know, getting these minutes under their belts, finding out their best formations and, and best players. I, I do think we'll see some some trends, and I think you know, Forge as always will be in the mix at the, at the upper end of that scale. All right, Benedict Rhodes from CanPL.ca. Uh, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. All right, let's uh, recap some of these goals here because it was two strikers for Forge, two guys that, uh, you know. Campbell, Taron Campbell was the first goal scorer in the 34th minute off a free header. And uh, Campbell has scored some goals this year, but he's he's a guy Forge wants. They want him to keep going. They want him in a flow of of scoring because he's a guy that can really catch fire. And uh, he might be now. We might be in the midst of it now. Taron Campbell got Forge on the board, 34th minute. And then the birthday boy, Wubans Passius, in, um, there, it's the 92nd minute, I believe that was in. It, it another header um and Passius is a guy that forge wants to get going as well so speaking of Passius, let's go to the birthday boy let's hear from him here's Wubens after the match yeah it's always nice uh, like you said to score on your birthday i think it's a nice birthday gift a uh, great ball for uh, from david so i'm really grateful for that goal and like you said we got the win and be able to slam the, the hammer it's it's, it's perfect yeah, just um, you got you got some time at the end there, and also just watching from from the bench. What were your thoughts on, on your opponent tonight? There was a lot of uh, unknowns going into it. You knew they were going to be physical and um, hungry for a win and to prove something. Do you feel like you got a pretty uh, tough challenge tonight from them? Yeah, of course it's difficult when you don't play with the same team that you used to play every weekend. Um, but I think the coaching staff did a great job. During the, the week, we had uh, a lot of video meetings where we were able to see um, uh, what the opponent were able to do and where we could, you know, attack and be be the winner of this game. And I think we did a good job. So, uh, but again, they did a, a good job. And uh, that's it. All right, that was Wuband Passius, the goal scorer, the birthday boy for Forge FC. Now let's hear from head coach and technical director with Forge, Bobby Smirniotis. I think the tricky thing with these matches is uh, you're expected to win. 
uh, and if you lose, uh, everyone will say the world's coming to an end. Um, you know, and it's uh, so it's a little bit uh, of a tricky one from that end. Uh, so you have to work with the psychology of the players um, to make sure they're they're prepared for that because the team you play today is is a champion. They're a champion of their league, so they know how to win. They know how to play in important matches. Yeah, they're not a CPL team. Uh, they're not a team in uh, in MLS, but they're a champion. Um, so that's the tricky component uh, to it and, and coming into it. You know, we expected a lot of what we saw. Obviously, we had a very good background uh, report on the team with uh, with Coach Kitt, who uh, works with us here, having been involved with the club for the past decade or so. And just, you know, knowing a lot more of the players, so it wasn't as much uh, unknown to us. Uh, but the unknown was, you know, there's not a lot of film, uh, not a lot of games this year. Um, so you had to predict what was going to happen. And I thought the guys uh, overall to, the, to their best uh, today did a good job with it. Uh, Passios came on and scored and, you know, it is his birthday, which I know didn't factor into any of your decision at all, but, uh, just, uh, you know, not nice for him to get on the board and also on a, on a, you know, it is his birthday. So it's a little extra nice as well, I guess. It's always good to score on your birthday. That's, <laughs> uh, that's for sure. No, it's, uh, excellent for our strikers to score goals. Anytime you score a goal, you know, that's, that's rhythm. Uh, I was asked before about rhythm attackers, uh, in the end of the day are players of moments. You know, we want them to do all of these things in the game, press, win the ball, do all of this. But in the end of the day, what matters is putting the ball in the net. And two of our strikers have put the ball in the net today. They've created some good, uh, high-quality opportunities, and that's the most important thing because there's nothing uh, better than that feeling of the ball getting in the back of the net. And the more you do it, uh, the more it happens in the future. How did you uh, feel about Welshman's game tonight? Yeah, I thought it was good. You know, it was exactly what we wanted uh, from him uh, to be a little bit of a, of a force and a, a physical force in his movement and his verticality and, and getting forward. I thought in the first half, when, especially in the first 30 minutes, he did a great job getting in behind them. You know, it's a matter of then, you know, is the is the pass a little bit too heavy? Is it a little bit uh, too short? Or, you know, did they get over? But he did made some great runs. And those are some things we want to see um, from him. So it's great to have him out there and for him to start gaining his rhythm as well. All right, Bobby Smirinato, it's not a whole ton of time to think about this one because Forge is back in action on Saturday um, at home against Ottawa, 4 p.m. kickoff. Hey, before we uh, before we sign off, let's hear from Utremont. Um it's an experience for them to play against Forge. Like I mentioned, here's a club who has yet to play a competitive match this season. Their season hasn't started yet. This is their first taste, and it was against a club at a higher level on the road. All those things go into it. It makes it um, – it, It's. It, there's some respect. I, I mean, for Utremont, what they were able to, to come in and do, and they were at least – in the match uh, right up until that 92nd minute when Passius uh, put it out of reach. So having said that, uh, let's hear from Tarek Agde, defender with Utremont. It was a game of different phases, so we uh, we came in the game with a, with a specific plan. Uh, we didn't want to concede very early in the game. Um, it happened in the first half, but uh, I think we, uh, we managed our way through the game. Uh, it's a different... It's a different type of games that, that we have in championship. And to start out with the season with a team that has uh, several games in their legs, uh, we knew what to expect. But um, obviously, we, we, we were proud to take as much experience as we could in, in, the, in this kind of games. And, uh, and um, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean it, it was a great test and a great way to, uh, to start the season for us. We, we wish we could have a, a few games in championship before coming to this game. But I mean, it's the way it is. But... Uh, it's a, it was a great game from Porch, definitely. Yeah, and those were sentiments that were also shared by uh, Luke Brutus, the head coach for Utremont. 
knew uh, we saw it on the videos, different videos. We knew how they they, they play, uh, but uh, when the reality comes up, sometimes uh, we still make mistakes and still a hesitation. Uh, the timing sometimes has to be uh, perfect uh, to be able to play very well on the two v twos, and the timing was just a little bit off, giving them the time to 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 turn and go forward. Uh, so we did a little bit of adjustment. We talked about it a little bit with the players, uh, but they knew about it. Uh, so they just uh, adjust a little bit better on the second half. All right, Luke Brutus, head coach at Outremont. We also heard from Tarek Agde. Um, great experience for them and uh, a lot of respect for, for Outremont and what they were able to pull off. Now, um, Forge, moving on. I mean, that's the story here. To the quarterfinal, they will play CF Montreal in a couple of weeks. So we're looking, um, I believe the windows between the 24th and 27th. Again, the official time will be released soon. Make sure you're locked on to um, Forge FC website and social media channels to get the official start time and the official date of that match against Montreal because it's going to be a good one. But before we get there, um, we have domestic league action. And Forge FC will play Saturday, 4 o'clock, against Atletico Ottawa Forge needing to bank some points because they only have one win this season. So um, it's a big match for them. And that is why some people may, were surprised that Bobby Smirniotis didn't go with the, maybe a younger group for this match and maybe keeping guys fresh for the weekend. But it goes to show you where Forge is right now. They 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 want more out of their players. They want more as a, as a whole out of their club. And... When you're when you're not, your game isn't quite where it is. You don't want to miss any opportunity to try and kind of get guys back on track here. So I think this match will serve them well going into the weekend against Ottawa. I'll be there. Tickets are still available. I hope to see you there. Three, four, come on, come on, come on.